Welcome to Nordic Magic Link, the podcast rooted in Nordic shamanism, where we also discover other spiritual practices rooted in nature, and we look to our ancestral backgrounds to find forgotten practices. Topics include spirituality, health, and natural lifestyle, finding your soul's purpose, and magic. If you like the music in the background, check out my free app Nordic Manifestation Chants. Available for Android and iPhones. And now, today's episode. Hello, welcome to Nordic Magic Link. Today I have my friend Simon with me again. And Simon is a light worker. He is an intuitive and an author. And he specializes in feng shui and dowsing and sound healing. And today we're going to dive into his um, uh, topics in his new book, which is only out in Danish so far. It's called Come Istrud, which I would translate to get excited. Perhaps we'll uh, we'll dive into that. And uh, Simon, welcome. Thank you. So uh, uh, my new book is all about health from electrical perspective. So most people don't really realize how much of our body is actually electrical. From our tiniest of cells to our heart and our brain and everything is electrical. And it even surrounds and interpenetrates our field around us. So you can even register the magnetic field of the heart and our brain out in the energy field. But it's very subtle. It's not like huge uh, volts of energy. It's like millivolts of energy that's running through our body. So what we're experiencing today in this modern modern uh, society is that we are um, experiencing more and more people are getting sick more and more people are getting tired and uh, overweight and there's lots of books about nutrition and exercise and sleep and emotional health as well but all of these things actually work together And if you want to be healthy, we need two different things. We need electrical energy, um, electrical current that's sufficient. And we also need, it's called voltage in English. And we also need the raw materials to create new cells. Because if we have a loss of energy, we can't produce new cells. And our cells are constantly being worn out. And we need minus 50 millivolt to create new cells. So if we don't have that, we can't really repair our old cells properly. And then we get sick and have chronic diseases. So it's a very complicated system, but still also very easy to understand once you get it. Um, but how you measure it is that our cells 
are supposed to run at a pH between 7.25 and 7.35. And that's equal to minus 20 to minus 25 millivolts. So pH is sort of uh, how much electrical voltage is in a solution. And most of our body is made of water. So like is pH the first thing you need to look at to get healthy, you'd say? Uh, it's uh, a way to understand how our cells work and how to make them repair themselves. Mm. Because if you have like a pH of 7 in the cells, that's equal to 0 millivolt, you will get sick. Your body will start to break down. Mm. And if it's minus 10, you'll be tired. Uh, and if it comes below zero, uh, below seven pH, uh, what you experience is usually cancer. So we need to keep our body healthy and keep it uh, in an electrical health. And we have a lot of free things in nature that can give us ele electrons, can give us voltage. So if we go out into nature on our bare feet, we get electrical energy from the surface of the earth and we also get electrical energy coming from the sun and the sun is one big sort of uh, energy producing uh, electrical um, entity it's huge uh, is producing what we call plasma energy and it sends towards the earth and it's connected also like a circuit with all the different suns in the universe So that's one way to get electrical energy. Another way to get electrical energy is if we eat food that has a pH of more than seven, it donates its energy, its electronic energy to us. So it could be vegetables, it could be fruit, anything that um, we recognize as healthy. But if we, for example, uh, eat or drink something that has a pH below zero, uh, oh, not below zero, below seven. Um, it, it's like a thief that's looking for electrical energy to steal. So it's kind of going around the body and trying to get the energy it needs. And that makes us tired and sick. And, uh, one of the main issues with our modern diet is that we eat um, food that holds a lot of uh, trans fatty acids because our body and our cells has a cell membrane that consists mainly of fat. And if we eat these plastic fats, trans fatty acids, and it becomes the cell membrane it's like cellophane where it can't breathe and can't get the energy and the sugar and the nutrients it needs to sell. It's sort of like covered. So then the cell constantly is crying out for more food because it's hungry. And then our body sends more sugar down to it, but it can't absorb it. So it's being placed in our fat cells instead. So we become diabetic and we become fatter and fatter 
because we're eating the wrong kind of fatty acids. Seed oils, right? Seed oils, yeah. So what we need is instead is um, what do you call that kind of fat in the English? Um, animal fats? Like animal fats, coconut oil, palm oil, uh, the saturated fats. Yeah. And um, we also need omega-3 and omega-6, but it's like we need uh, the house is mainly consisting of animal fats or coconut oil, palm oil, the saturated mm. fats. And then it's like the windows and the doorknobs are the omega-3 and omega-6. So we still need them, but in balanced amounts. Um, but the omega-6 and the seed oils have a tendency to create inflammation in our body and decrease the electrical communication. And also when we heat it up, it becomes rancid and create these trans fatty acids that blocks our cells. So it's quite important that what we eat is also our medicine, but it can also create disease if we eat the, the wrong kind of fatty acids. Um, and we had this big scare in like the 1950s with Ansel Keys, where he talks about oh, animal fat and saturated fat is really unhealthy. And uh, he sort of picked out different countries where you could see sort of correlation, but he removed a lot of countries that when we put in all the countries with information available, there was no correlation. Mm. So he was kind of like cherry picking his information. Yeah. And... Um, the seed oils are extremely cheap. They were mainly used in the industry before. Mm. And uh, they, to, in order to make them easier to store, they made them, they, they usually, seed oils are usually, uh, I can need the word here in English, uh, f not fluent, but what do you call it? Not fluent? Um... Uh, they weren't solid. Okay. So, so they made them solid um, in order to be stored in the supermarkets. And they did that by different chemicals and also heating it at very high temperatures, making it rancid and making trans fatty acids. So there was like a big push for those vegetable oils and seed oils and especially canola oil. It's a big one, which is in a lot of products in the supermarket. Mm -hmm. You can't really avoid it, more or less. Also, when you go to restaurants. And uh, it's one of the most unhealthy types of fatty acids. Uh, even the, um, the bugs don't want it. They don't want to eat the, corn oil, uh, the canola. Uh, and it was previously used in the industry for like lubricating things. Uh, but today, we ingest it uh, and, and it... it sort of uh, there was like rat studies done where it showed that in the course of like eight years it accumulated and created symptoms so it's a slow killer it's mm. not like a killer that comes from one day to the next it accumulates over time and creates a lot of havoc in the body yeah it's very um actually i i read the book uh by nina teichel's um the big fat surprise She's a journalist who spent, I guess, 
10 years researching all the different nutrition studies over the past 60 years and found out um, the thing with uh, Anthony Keyes and that it, everything had been politicized and and uh, and actually the food pyramid is almost upside down from what it should be. Very, very interesting um, when you dive into this this sort of stuff. And then it makes more sense, like why we're so we're getting more and more unhealthy um, compared to our our ancestors. So this sure. is interesting. So what is your um, so what it, what what do you recommend people to to eat? <laughs> uh, if it was fatty acids, I would go for organic butter, coconut oil, olive oil, extra virgin. Go after things that are something that we've eaten for thousands of years. Could yeah. be all these different kinds of animal fats, preferably organic. Yeah. Um, um, grass grass fed pastured animals. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's a bit hard, but if you can get raw butter, it's even better. Mm. But it's a bit difficult to get it. And like we can eat all these different kinds of things. But one of the most important things about health is that we need stomach acid to digest things. And it's quite overlooked. Most people think they have too much stomach acid because they have... Um, acid reflux but it's actually a sign that they have too little stomach acids because if you have not stomach acid and electrical energy it closes the wall uh, there's like a wall uh, to the esophagus that's been closed if you have enough stomach acids and what we need to create stomach acid is iodine salt uh, b1 vitamin and zinc and enough electrical energy enough electrical voltage so if we don't have all these five things we can't create stomach acid and that creates problems for our body and our digestion so what we usually experience is that when we eat something and it has protein in it and the stomach acid is not able to break it down and convert it to amino acid it goes into our system and then our immune system tries to break it down and remove it, uh, the protein that's not digested. And then we can have sort of an allergic reaction, like 30 or 40 minutes after we've eaten, where we get a mini flu, where we get um, um, tired, our nose start running, or eyes, or a headache, all these kind of symptoms we can get afterwards. So a lot of allergies or gluten intolerance and lactose intolerance is usually because of lack of stomach acid. Because the body is not supposed to eat protein or not supposed to digest it. Like mm. it's usually, it has to convert it to amino acids. Would you say generally if, you, um, if you're not burping after a meal and you feel <clears throat> you feel fine? Would you say that that's a sign that you do have enough acid in your stomach? If you have no food allergies, if you can eat anything without reaction, you probably have enough stomach acid. And if you don't get that uh, acid reflux, and also take a look at your what comes out the other end and how it looks, because it tells a lot about uh, how effective your stomach acid is, because 
if you feel like you feel sick after you've eaten because you've eaten something fatty, it's usually if you have not enough uh, stomach acid, it then goes over to um, the liver and the gallbladder and you don't produce enough uh, gall, uh, what do you call it? Bile. You don't mm. produce enough bile to um, sort of um, make the fatty acids into different vitamins we need and digest the fat. Um, so it's really a, a system of systems. So it starts with the stomach acid, then goes all, over to the gallbladder and the liver. And uh, if you eat something fatty and you don't have enough stomach acid, it doesn't work with the gallbladder and the liver. And then you can't really get the vitamins that are necessary from the fat soluble vitamins. Um, and because our cell membrane, our brain, our liver, a lot of the organs are mainly consisting of fat. So they sort of also break down. So it's really, really important that we have enough stomach acid mm. so we can digest the fat. And also um, when it goes down into the small intestine and large intestine, um, if we don't have enough electrical juice down there, uh, we will see a um, surplus of bacteria and fungus and viruses that are usually dormant. But if they have, you don't have enough electrical energy, you can't have enough. Uh, um, Can you repeat what you said just again? Because you, you fell out for a second. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, so we have the small intestine and the large intestine. So we have fungus and we have uh, bacteria and viruses, which if you don't have not enough electrical energy, they sort of wake up for their dormant state. And uh, they do that because if you have less electrical energy in your body, your body can't dissolve enough uh, oxygen in your blood and in your in the water in your body. And uh, when they wake up, they don't have any teeth. So they have to send out uh, digestive en en enzymes. And uh, that can create all sorts of different uh, pains in the shoulder or the knees or all over the body, pains in the lower back, and also autoimmune diseases. Um, so the solution is to increase the voltage in the body. Then they go back into the dormant state. It's like in nature where you have a leaf and when it's under the tree, it's green, it has enough voltage to suppress the, the fungus that's present in the, the leaf. Mm. Once it falls off into the ground, then the fungus wakes up and the fungus is breaking down into uh, the, the leaf into its compo com components. So amino acids, different vitamins, and they create something called humus acid and also fulvic acid. In honor of I was talking to you, I uh, brought this out. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> so that's uh, the perfect way to get your minerals and vitamins because it's like in the right proportions and it's how nature is like supposed to give us the vitamins and the minerals 
and usually it comes from uh, our plants we eat, but it's been the way we are producing in agriculture, there's less and less folic acid and also humic acid in our agriculture. Mm. So we don't get the same amount. So a lot of people are walking around with too little minerals and minerals act as like a on or off switch. And uh, it's really important for a lot of different things. For example, the stomach acid, we needed zinc. And we also need uh, different things for our thyroids. Um, but don't we get most of minerals from from fish and, and meats, though? Uh, you probably would if you get... Um, because they eat different uh, sea vegetables or they eat different vegetables and then it's stored in the meat and the fatty acids. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that depends on whether the animal was caged mm. or was it uh, free range. Yeah. So we definitely need things that are organic, free range and living its natural life. Yeah. And for those who, who weren't watching the video, I just showed Simon a, a bottle of fol fulvic humic, humic minerals. Um, and I had completely forgotten I had this until I was reading your book this morning. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I should I should drink this. <laughs> yeah, it's really important for keeping your electrical voltage high. Mm. Uh, another thing that's really important to talk about is that our body is like... Um, a battery and um, our muscles work as a um, rechargeable battery so once you exercise and you move around you're creating electromagnetic energy and that energy is being working through the meridians there's like a fascia around the muscles and going into the organs and replenishing them with energy so if you sit down on your butt all the time, or all the day, uh, you won't get recharged of your organs. So it's really important that we exercise and we move around. Also because of the lymphatic system, it works like uh, once you move around, it's like toothpaste that's being pushed forward. And a lot of people has issues with their lymphatic system. And you can see, if you can see your collarbone, is if it's visible, mm -hmm. your lymphatic system is okay. And okay. also, if you have like a lump beneath your, uh, what do you call it, stomach, um, belly button. If you have sort of a lump down there uh, beneath the belly button, that's usually also um, the lymphatic system. So so that's a bad sign if you have a lump there. Yeah, it's sort of like not enough um, circulation. Okay. Yeah. What what if you have a big the all the way around? <laughs> <laughs> that's usually uh, the thyroid, mm. and it creates something called um, it's like a gelatin substance. Can't remember the name of it, but it uh, sort of like uh, looks like fat but it's not entirely fat and it creates like uh, around the organs and especially around um, uh, your throat and your 
shoulders and you can get like a lump beneath your throat here so if you have a double double chin yeah, yeah usually that's because uh, your thyroid is not working mm. uh, so this seems to be a correlation between overweight people and people with low thyroid function yeah so it's a bit complicated because you can't just work at one thing. You need to do all the different things. You need to get your stomach acid going in order to digest and also create adrenaline. So you have enough energy. And uh, you also need iodine and the right materials to create thyroid hormones, which is like the, the body's engine. It's like mm. a fuel engine. So what you can do if you get below zero and your battery turns around is that you can restart the body by either using um, scalar energy created by uh, sound healing, the tuning forks, which creates sort of a reset. And uh, you can also use, um, there's an instrument here I have here, and, and scalar energy is two different opposing energies that are meeting and creating like a zero point. So it creates a torus figure. Uh, if you know a torus figure, where it goes out and um, it restarts the, the organs and you only need to restart one system, then all the different systems restart. So it's really, really important to, if you have issues with your health, is to restart the system. One of the things that also drains the, the body from a lot of energy is, is scars. Mm. If you get a scar across the fascia, which is the electrical currents that the body uses because it uh, has the least resistance. So it runs really, really fast at the speed of light through the body. Um, and if you uh, get a scar somewhere on your knee or anything like that, you can create a, a short circuit in, for example, the stomach and spleen meridian. And then you get all these different symptoms like uh, your eyes looks a bit fussy, uh, you get tired, uh, you bit disorientated, your brain doesn't really work. Uh, you can have issues with your breasts uh, because that's where the stomach meridian runs through. Um, so, and also like re reproductive energy, reproductive organs is also running along uh, the stomach and the uh, spleen meridian. And what happens is that if you get a scar, each meridian is also connected to a tooth. So they're not separated from the rest of the body. And if you have a short circuit in one of the system, the correlating tooth with the stomach meridian will also perhaps get a, um, what do you call it, a hole, what do you call it? Cavity. A cavity, yeah, exactly. And then a few years later, you might get a, get a filling. And then a few years later, you might get a root canal. And when you have a root canal, even though the tooth is still there, it's completely deaf because the blood supply and also the nerve supply is removed 
And once you have something that's dead in your body, you have bacteria and viruses coming in and they can live within um, the tooth without any food almost and without oxygen. And they go and affect the whole body with like a infection that's constantly pushing the body and draining it from energy. So if you have a root canal, get it removed. <laughs> what about fillings? I mean, I have probably fillings in half of my teeth. Then you have a signal in like, you can check which meridian they're connected to. So you can find a diagram. Okay, this is the um, bladder kidney meridian. Then you can check your body. Okay, the bladder kidney meridian. Is there any scars there? And then you can use microcurrent or you can use etheric oils to sort of clear out um, the disturbance in the electrical communication. And it doesn't take very long, it takes like a couple of minutes. And you can also use a bit of iodine if you have that liquid iodine and just um, like brush it on that area. And if you do it for like a month, it creates uh, healing in the, the scar. The iodine works as an electron donor, so it donates energy. Uh, there's a German way of doing it where they use an elastic, an elastic what do you call it? Where you, um, uh, an annual geostatic? It's called pro procaine. I can't remember um, how you say it in English. Oh, I'm not sure uh, what it is. Uh, so they use uh, bicarbonate. Uh -huh. and, and also an, an analgesic, like they use an operation uh -huh. to numb it out. And uh, if you use that in scars, it will create an electron donor of like minus 280. So it's a German technique. Huh. Uh, so if you have issues with scars that even though you do all these different things doesn't cure it, you can use that. Hmm. So you probably have to go to a doctor to get that. Um, but that's uh, one solution for it. Mm. Um, but that's one of the most important things. Uh, one of the other things that's really important if you want energy is something called the balding ball syndrome. And that's uh, uh, someone called Robert Boyd. He uh, named it that because the brain and our cranium is like a bowling ball. It's quite heavy. <laughs> And uh, we have, like, if, if you make a bridge, you have something, uh, a keystone in the middle. And uh, we also have, uh, I just have to look for the English word for it. Um, but we also have something similar in the cranium. We have uh, in our skeleton, in our brain, we have something sort of like a keystone. So if that gets moved to one side or the other, because our body wants to put its uh, entire uh, body weight below, belief beneath it to keep it centered, it creates a domino effect where we become a bit um, misaligned in our body. So we can have a lot of issues where one of our uh, side of our face gets more photogenic and uh, we get issues with our um, with our jaw, 
and we might become snoring and uh, we have uh, not, a lot, not a lot of energy and we have issues with our back pain. Uh, but it's quite easy and fast to actually get that adjusted. So once you get that keystone in its proper place, the whole body realigns. So uh, what you can do is even if you have acupuncture, you use it at uh, the small intestine point 16 on both sides and also in the gallbladder meridian in the back like just on the, um, uh, where the, um, the brain and, um, and the neck meets. In the middle? Yeah. Mm. So like on each side. You can also okay. use uh, microcurrents as well to those places. Mm. And uh, what it does is that we have a cranial sacral pump. And um, when the brain has it, it's not uh, completely solid it uh, has like a, a fingers here so they connect and then the craniosacral pump starts to pumping and then the balloon sort of uh, builds up and then they're being pushed uh, disconnected from each other and then the craniosacral uh, fluid is being released and that creates a lot of energy and then it goes back and forth if you are misaligned with the keystone in the body, this energy system doesn't work. So you don't get that energy from it. So you're sort of always in a fight, fight or flight system. You're not really being able to sleep properly and not relax properly. Um, so it's a bit, uh, a bit tricky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where... Where do we start with this? Uh, I would definitely start with um, going out in nature, get the sun on your skin and also going out on bare feet. And then I would go and um, make sure you get not enough of iodine because it's so important for the um, stomach acid and also the, um, the thyroid. Yeah. And it's a thing that's really difficult to get because most of our... Uh, the things that we eat from our plants don't have enough um, iodine in it. And also because in the 70s, they removed it from our bread. It used to be in the bread and you only had to eat two or three slices of bread and you will get enough iodine. And then they added something called bromine instead. Mm. That's actually stealing um, iodine from our body. Right. So those are the, like the, the key points. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've been putting also... iodine in my coffee for the last six months or so. Oh, really? Morning, yeah. <laughs> Just to, so I know that I have, I get enough. Yeah. Just well, like that sort of a coincidence. Um, I think I, I listened to uh, one of the podcasts I listened to, Crow Triple Seven. Uh, they had someone on talking about um, how important iodine was and how we now, yeah, the body absorbs, um, what you, it's bromine, is that what you said it was called? Yeah, I think so, in, in Danish yeah. at least. Yeah, um, and so that you have to take iodine to get rid of it even. Um, yeah. And also, also fluoride can go into cells as well. Exactly. If you don't have enough iodine, so, so this is 
important if you want to detox. Um, yeah. Exactly. And get, and get healthy mitochondria. <laughs> exactly. Because uh, iodine is supposed to be in every cell of the body. It works like a truck that creates uh, all the different toxins in the cell and it helps it moves it out of the cell. And I had um, an experience where I saw an Instagram post of a girl who went to Costa Rica and got those symptoms where her breasts were getting some cysts and she didn't mm. know why. And uh, I could tell her that it was like typical symptoms of iodine deficiency. <clears throat> and she said that was really funny because once she came home to Denmark and started eating foods with a lot of iodine in it, it was calming down her symptoms. Yeah. Uh, because what we can see is that it's iodine deficiency is related to problems with um, cysts in the breast and later on breast cancer as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I also had a lot of cyst, water cysts in my breast a few years ago that yeah. I don't think they're there anymore actually. So yeah. it works. Yeah. Uh, but what usually happens is that once you increase your iodine levels, levels your body sort of detoxes, so it can fall for a while. And that's not because you've done something wrong. It's just because the body's detoxing the old iodine, mm. and then it makes room for the new one. Um, but you have to be like uh, careful how much you take. And also, it's a good idea to take it along with um, with zinc and the different things that needs to be to create a stomach acid. Uh, but uh, definitely fluoridated water and chlorine and bromine are things that are sort of stealing um, iodine. And uh, they're in a lot of things, a lot of products in today's society. Um, the Teflon pans, for example, and also a lot of our furniture mm. is used as a fire repellent. Some of these things, and uh, also in some food and some water. Um, so it's not really healthy. And I was usually I was swimming at a high level in a lot of chlorated water, and I had all the symptoms of um, a thyroid disorder. At that time, I didn't know that because I got uh, very uh, dry skin. I was freezing all the time, uh, and I got like. Uh, very skinny and sort of anxious. Um, and I was tired all the time. Mm. And also my stomach acid went down because I got, got became allergic. So I didn't know at that time, but I know today how it worked. Mm. Uh, uh, so funny, I was watching a video today on Facebook where there was like three donkeys standing in front of a fence. And then the one donkey trying to get through the fence with his head through uh, the different poles and couldn't get through. And then it said, um, you need to have a smart friend. <laughs> and then there was the other donkey took and lifted one of the poles from the fence and just removed it. And then the three donkeys went down below the fence and went through it. <laughs> so we have to like, uh, instead of uh, continuing on the same solutions and trying out the same things again and again and again and trying it harder and harder we just need to be smarter about it and um, 
a lot of the issues we are facing also um, with iodine is that it creates uh, people that are more dumb, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's really important for our intelligence. Yeah. So you can see this correlation between areas where a lot of iodine in, this, in the earth and when there's not a lot in the iodine in the earth where people's intelligence is lower. Mm. Yeah. And also if you're living by the ocean and you're eating a lot of fish, you generally get enough yeah. um, iodine, but not if you're living in the middle of a big country. If you're inland, it can be hard. No, and one example is Japan, where they don't have almost any cancer except stomach cancer mm. because they have, uh, if you eat nitrates in different um, meat products, processed meat products, so you can still, you can still get cancer there, but it protects against the cancer in all the different parts of the body except mm -hmm. there. So they eat a lot of uh, seaweed, which is very high in iodine, but it has to be from a pure area, of course. Right. Yeah. Um, and another thing that's also very important is our emotional digestion. Uh, we talked about that in the last previous episode, because our emotions are also stored here in the energy field. And um, it's one of the things that stresses our body the most is when we don't digest our emotions even more important than what we eat almost. Our sleep is really, really important because if you can't sleep, you can't really function. And um, what happens is that if our stomach and spleen region doesn't work, we have a difficulty um, sleeping because we don't have enough adrenaline and um, we become like night owls where we stay up all night almost. Um, and when we wake up, we feel extremely exhausted. So it's super important to get that corrected. But it's a process. Mm. It took a while to get here. It's also going to take a while to get a created new body. But our body constantly replenishing itself. And we, um, so it takes like um, four weeks to replenish the skin, four to six weeks. It takes a couple of days to have the intestine, the linings of the intestines to be replenished. And it takes like two months for the DNA, three months for the, for the, um, from the bones and the skeleton. Uh, and the, the, the different uh, opinions and way of measuring it, but it's like sort of it. And also the, the liver takes like six to eight weeks. And because it mainly consists of fat, you have to eat a lot of fat actually just to replenish your liver mm. to get it to, to be the best it can be. Good fats that your body actually can recognize and break down, bioavailable. Exactly. Yeah. So we have a lot of um, cholesterol, like where we talk about cholesterol, but cholesterol is just like um, mm, the firefighter that's been caught trying to stop the fire. So mm. they're not really to blame. Uh, they're travel partners with the fatty acids. But uh, what um, liver uses cholesterol for is also, if it increases the cholesterol, it's just also to uh, either create more hormones or to clean itself. 
of toxins. Um, so cholesterol levels are not something to be afraid of unless you have like a genetic disease where you have a very, very high level. Um, it's actually when you get older, it's sort of a protection for your body. Mm. There was a Danish scientist, a doctor who works in Sweden, who made a whole book about it, a cholesterol myth. It's quite important. Mm. And uh, also with the... Um... I know people who have um, brain um, disorders like uh, Alzheimer's and stuff like that. They found out that a ketogenic diet um, can actually reverse, yeah, dementia. Yeah, the brain is uh, mainly consisting of fat. Yeah. So it needs the good fat. And a ketogenic diet or the Atkins diet or whatever, you eat mainly proteins and fat. So it becomes your brain, new brain. Mm, but a lot of people, especially in, you know, new age, um, you know, new age communities, they are, you know, vegetarian and, and they have maybe, they've been taught that if you eat meat, it's, it, it creates too much acid in the body. So they, so that's why they're, they're not eating it. What would you say to that? Uh, I would eat coconut oil instead. Mm. That's one way to get it. Uh, so if you don't like animal fat, eat coconut oil. Mm, eggs, uh, maybe. Yeah, eggs, maybe if you can, or you can, if you can eat fish. Um, but uh, there is a big uh, transition happening where we, someday in the future, we won't be eating what we're eating today. Mm. But it's a long process. Is this something you're feeling intuitively or? Uh, a lot of. Uh, psychics and spiritual people have foreseen it for a long time uh, mm. that in the future we'll be ending up eating only like um, fruits mm. and then from then on we'll only live off light yeah. what if you're living in Norway yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's way out in the future way out in the future we're not there yet uh, but sometimes people can feel this in advance. Uh, but uh, I've seen a lot of people going vegan who has a lot of issues and getting cancer and stuff like that. Um, um, you can eat vegan if you are sort of have the genetic disp disposal for that. Mm. So probably if you are, have an Indian background, it's easier. If you're from Greenland, I wouldn't recommend it. Um, but uh, I wouldn't, like, if you can't eat meat, I wouldn't eat meat. I would just uh, find different solutions, something else to eat. Um, yeah, it's a bit complicated uh, from yeah. the spiritual perspective because everything is life. Also the vegetables, it's also life. Yeah. The plants. Um, I just feel like we should honor our food more and bless it more because of the energy it consists of. And also seeing it, it's like uh, accumulated light energy from the sun. So it's really energy from the sun we're eating. Mm. And uh, one day in the future, when we're very old, hopefully, we'll also be part of that system again. So the body will be breaking, bro broken down into different components and then become soil again. So the insects can eat us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, uh, but that's luckily we're not our body. What we are is like the awareness, the beingness that is aware of it. Um, so even though uh, we can compare it to like cars, so even though we are changing the car, it's still the same driver. So we change the car once in a while when we get very old and sick, hopefully, um, and die peacefully in the bed, <laughs> not wake up after a good night's sleep. Um, that would be the perfect. But honestly, what I've read about people who are dying is that no matter how they're dying, there's no pain, there's no suffering. So it's not something to be afraid of. And we have experienced a lot of fear over the past year. And uh, luckily, it's also been a catalyst for a lot of change. And uh, once you create a, a wave of fear, uh, I can sort of feel like there's a wave of, of courage coming behind it. Mm. And it's even stronger than fear. So it seems like these people who's pushing this agenda, they seem very powerful, but it's like bank robbers. They'll try to uh, go after each other and stab each other in the back <laughs> because they're so, mm, they're not very good at uh, working together. Mm. They're very self-centered. Uh, so it will dissolve. So they, you can see like with Fauci, they're like uh, pushing him under, under the bus right now. Mm. So once it gets a bit too much for them, they'll just uh, uh, sacrifice one of them. Sort of like, okay, he's a scapegoat. And it, uh, they're not as powerful as they think. There's power in numbers. And uh, a lot of people... Uh, unfortunately, it's just uh, order followers. So they just follow whatever people tell them. And um, that's a part of the old system. So there's a new system coming up. Uh, Aldous Huxley, the writer of Brave New World, he told uh, in a lecture about like 20% of the population are very susceptible to um, hypnosis and brainwash. And 20% is not really susceptible to any brainwash or hypnosis. Uh, so you can't have a society only of people that are very susceptible or not susceptible. If you have only people that are very open to brainwash, uh, you'll get one dictator after the next who will sell them all these great ideas. And um, you can't have 20%. Like if there were the whole population of people that can't be brainwashed, you would just have very small society. People wouldn't work together perhaps as much. And uh, we need this balance. And uh, unfortunately, it um, seems like um, the people that are just following seems to be the majority. Uh, Especially but, uh, in Denmark, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, the media works in that way. Mm. It promotes fear. Um, it's very easy to sell those kind of stories because it talks to our reptilian part of the brain, a very animal part of the brain, which is uh, very, um, it has, it wants safety and it, it's very simplistic. It, it, you can't really get to the higher parts of the brain where you can think about things. You just want, uh, if you compare it to a reptilian, so you have a, a turtle, 
one of the first thing it checks before it goes out is that is it safe to go out? Is there any predators? And once that fulfilled, it goes out to eat food. And once it's eaten food, it wants to have sex. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Um, then we have also the mammalian part of the brain, which is more of wanting social security. So it wants to be belonging to a group. And that's one of the worst things you can do is that you can isolate people away from the group and ignore them. And that's also one of the things that we've seen over the past year is that people are being uh, ex excluded from society. Mm. We're creating division, like uh, this is team A and this is team B. And uh, you really want to be on team A and you are uh, an outcast if you're on team B, if you don't do whatever they want to promote as the solution. So. Mm -hmm. What I see is that there's not one size fits all solution, but that's how things are being promoted. Mm. And there's always, uh, um, it seems like they're providing some truth and then there's some lies involved in it as well. Because if it was all lies, people wouldn't believe it. Mm. There has to be some truth in it, but not too much, uh, just enough to people to buy it. And uh, they just boil the frog very slowly. And um, I hope that people um, realize how powerful they are um, because they are constantly being told that they're not powerful, you can't do anything, you are just on your own. But we are much more powerful than we think and we're not a victim of anything. They don't have any energy or any control over you unless you give them the control over you. Uh, but they just make it very convincing. So it's like a charade, an illusion, a theater. Hmm. Uh, but once you get out and actually meet people and not stay isolated, it collapses. Like uh, there's nothing to be afraid of. The only thing that needs to be afraid of is fear itself. Right. And now, because you live in Denmark, and I have heard that they have rolled out this uh, vaccine passport thing, an app that you have to show that you're vaccinated in order to get into the library or a restaurant and stuff like that. So this is almost like... Um, this is like a new apartheid system being built in Scandinavia or yeah. in Denmark, at least. I don't know if it's also in Norway and Sweden. I think not, probably not in Sweden. No. Um, how, how is that? Is, is that, do you think this will continue in Denmark or do you think it'll fall apart? Uh, they call it a Corona passport. Okay. So if you've been sick before, you have like six months where you have that passport. If you get tested, you have 20, uh, 72 hours where you can use that Corona passport or if you've been vaccinated. So you have those three options. Um, but every rule also have an exception. Mm. And um, uh, the um, small uh, business owners, they're not very interested in saying no to customers. 
they're very afraid of the uh, getting a ticket, a bill uh, from the police. I haven't heard of anyone getting one, but uh, they're very afraid of that mm-hmm. because they've been locked down for six months, perhaps. So of course they they don't have any money left, any surplus. So of course they're desperate and want to do everything that government says. Mm-hmm. So they're being like the carrot. So the young people get a vaccine. Uh, it's like indirect. So if you don't want to get tested anymore, you have to get a vaccine. Um, so they've also implemented in Israel and they just stopped using the Corona passport. In Israel? Was in Israel. Okay. Uh, so they backed down on there. And um, people that went to Israel said that they actually don't check it. So even though it was a requirement, they didn't really check it. But our Danish prime minister went down to Israel a couple of months ago and was apparently inspired by it because she wanted to test every 72 hours. Uh, but she couldn't get it through in that sense. People resisted it. So she found another way by implementing the Corona passport. So people will get tested twice a week, twice weekly. So, uh, and are they gonna... still, are they still using the PCR test at 40 cycles? I think yeah. actually, uh, it used to be 38, but I saw an article just yesterday where they said 45 cycles. Okay. You so find like a crazy. lot of false positives if you run that amount of cycles. You will, yeah. Hmm. And I don't think there's any country more or less in the world that tests as much as we do. I think we're the fourth most tested uh, per, per population in the world. And uh, all the strategies that being followed all around the world came from one place. We have the hammer and dance strategy. So the big shutdown, lockdown, and then we'll dance with Corona until we get a vaccine. That's what they're still following 15 months later, even though it didn't work the first time, they tried it the second time, they tried it the third time. Um, so uh, hopefully it, it unravels the whole story because it's like, um, Oh, there's a lot of words I need to translate into English. Uh, when you have um, a thing with a lot of uh, holes in it, what do you call it? Oh, uh, see. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm also spacing on, on the English word. <laughs> uh, a strainer. A strainer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there's a lot of holes in the story. So hopefully it will collapse because truth and love is much stronger than fear. It's much stronger than passive and being a victim. So what happens is, is a lot of light workers are being frustrated, angry, and also falling down in these low energies. And we need to keep our heart centered in love. Uh, because that's the solution always. And that doesn't mean you can't be angry, but you, because you can also be angry from love. You mm. can also be angry from love with injustice. And it gives a lot more energy and it's more positive because it works in the highest good of everyone. So if you need to be angry, you will be angry. Uh, but it's from love. 
um, and one of the most important thing is that we need to let go of fear and let go of our past and forgive people that are, have hurt us. Because if we're holding on to the pain and the suffering and the fear, um, it's like uh, there is this new earth and there's the old earth and they're existing at the same time, but you can be on either the new earth or the old earth, depending on which vibration you're in. Mm. So the, the more let go of the fear and the trauma and forgive people, the more you'll be in the higher energy in the new earth. And this collapse of society has happened so many times in history. We just forget about it. And uh, it looks traumatic and awful, but it's like birthing a new earth and you have these contractions and it's really horrible at times, uh, but we need it. And it, it's happening right now because the energy of the earth and the collective has risen so much. And what you have to remember is that one person which has very high energy is way more powerful than a million people with a very low energy. Mm. So one person with only love is much more powerful than any uh, person, any uh, armies, any people who are trying to do good health and uh, humanitarian organizations. You're much more powerful, just one person, if you only have love in your heart. Mm. So that's what all the great masters do. If they're still alive, they go and live solitary lives. Um, some of them at least do that and just hold the energy for the world. So uh, it's something that David Hawkins goes into, if you read about him. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember what he calls his book. He was one of those uh, teachers that was in Sedona, Arizona. Um, the power of something, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, I'll just uh, see here, David Hawkins. He's quite interesting. Power versus force. Mm. So what you're seeing is that people are really, uh, the governments are really using force instead of power. There's very low energy in, in force and it creates a lot of drain on your physical body and your energetic system when you're trying to force things to happen instead of using the power through you. Mm. And uh, uh, what we in the resistance might experience is that once we have resistance, what we resist also persists. Mm. So we fall down into their games and we become one of the chess uh, bricks. We call it just uh, pieces just maybe? pieces yeah <laughs> so we have to completely go out of that game and not participate in that game and we do that by refusing their solutions their way of doing life and create what we want instead mm. and you can see a lot of things happening with the financial system this year financial system is going to be completely 
new after today, or after not today, but uh, this year. Um, in Feng Shui, we have the disaster star in uh, that area where it's about money and finances. And you could also, you could see it in January and February with the GameStop share. You can see it with the cryptocurrencies. So um, quite exciting times. Uh, I would uh, stock up on gold and silver and cryptocurrencies and cash. Yeah. <clears throat> so do you think that um, when this reset of the economic system happens, do you think that it'll happen due to um, a plan from the bankers? Or do you think that it'll be more um, organic, the new system? It's really hard to say. I have no idea. Mm. Uh, but you can see an increase in surveillance and control. And yeah. If you're in fear and you feel out of control, you want more control. And um, there's also this negative cycle between the population gets scared because of the media and because of the population is scared, the politician also sort of does what the population wants. And then it creates a negative cycle. And I think a lot of people in politics are there for good reason, but they're just not, um, they're creating more problems than solutions because of the energy is so low. Mm. And there's definitely people that are taking advantage of this situation to implement some of their agendas. Uh, for example, the UN or the European Union, um, they're already talking about expanding the Corona passport. So not only for travels, but also for work, <laughs> for healthcare. So if you want to work, you need the Corona passport. If you want to get into this store, you need the Corona passport. Uh, I haven't used it once while it's been implemented and I've been a lot of places. And that's a good thing because people don't want it. Yeah. People don't want the t tyranny. They just want to live a normal life, yeah. happy life. Um, that's why they're using so much force and so much media propaganda and, and manipulation because they need that fear in order to make people uh, easier to control. If there's no fear, and it's like if you scream, the wolf is coming, the wolf is coming, eventually it runs out of energy. You can't say the variants, oh, this new variant, people will start to look through it and say, um, hmm, the last variant wasn't that scary. So they're really running on their fumes. They don't have a lot of time left. Mm, yeah. And I just want to point out if someone is listening and, and, and they're confused about what we're referring to, um, we're of course not saying that um, there isn't coronavirus and there isn't anything making people sick we're saying that there is um, the illness is being used to implement new more totalitarian systems um, that are benefiting certain uh, organizations international organizations and not the people of the world so I just wanted to clarify that yeah and also um, because the vaccines are only on um sort of like a test level still 
yeah. the emergency they're uh, not approval. fda approved yet yeah no and uh, because it's not fda approved they're suppressing all the different other solutions so for example ivermectin and also hydroxychloroquine the malaria medicine called uh, sunday sunday medicine in africa um, because uh, if those medicine that are without any uh, license everyone can produce it more or less mm. uh, they wouldn't earn as much money right so there's a whole industry focusing on this on solution only vaccines only vaccines yeah and they haven't really been well tested and right. we don't know what's going to happen in the long run and especially mrna vaccines um it seems to be something about the spike protein being used there is actually the, the thing that's really death deadly and also creating havoc in the body and that's what they're instructing the body to produce so it would probably create autoimmune systems or diseases for a lot of people uh, hopefully not but it could be and we're seeing also inflammation of the heart in the young people um, and it could also uh, there was a Japanese study that shown that it was being stored in different organs and especially the reproductive organs. So for women, they might not be able to give birth to uh, children, mm. but it's still very new. Yeah, the disturbing thing is that we've seen in the alternative media, we've seen a lot of... Um, actually uh scientists with with very high degrees very um serious um people come out and and warn about these things and instead of them being heard and given a platform they've been censored uh and the information is being suppressed and there was just um there's a doctor uh in uh, texas who is in his field he's the most cited um doctor with the most um articles written scientific articles written and of course i'm spacing on his name right now but he gave a presentation at this uh, state senate in texas where he said he has seen this past year um an organized effort to suppress um treatments and he they know they have treatments that work and actually reduce death with by coronavirus coronavirus by uh, 85% if you use these treatments that they but he hasn't been able to get out with the message um and um when he did a youtube video about it uh youtube took it down <laughs> even though he has a um he has a, a scientific paper uh written about it it's published so um all of these things is just making it seem like uh, really it's an effort to, in in best case, um, make money from vaccines. Worst case, implement some kind of you know new systems um, controlling people, and um, and this is what is what's really really scary <laughs> but it's also you know um giving us some challenges and it's changing our lives into <clears throat> the most interesting uh 
uh, criminal uh, TV shows that we've watched, and it's it's calling us out to actually um, to actually be the hero in in of our own lives, um, speaking our truths. Like every emergency or trauma, you also get a lot of gratitude because you realize how good you had it uh, before. So once you lose something, you become more grateful when you get it back again. So for example, democracy, freedom of speech, your ability to move around freely, you uh, appreciate it more. Um, I hope that just this is just coincidence and people are just dumb <laughs> <laughs> yeah and greedy and whatever you have there that's just uh my hope um yeah we hope it's not a big conspiracy yeah right that's what we can hope for uh but of course some people are trying to uh, take advantage of it and uh, hopefully be punished for it and i've read a book called initiation a long time ago and uh, it's like a book yeah, written in the 1950s, I think. And she made predictions about this period of time where we're changing from one period of time to another period of time. And she says that a lot of people, because of this freedom movement coming forward, will end up in jail and some will lose their head. Yikes. So, yeah, it's written in the book. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope that's not true. Um... But. So uh, it's, it says that the elites, some of the elites, uh, thousands of the elites around the world will be put into jail. Although, so, okay, I thought you meant like the the the, the good guys, the freedom. No, 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 the, the elites, the elites. <laughs> I don't want to lose my head. <laughs> no, 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 it was it's going to be the, the elite. That's what she writing in that book, the, Elizabeth Hutch. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, I have to leave now. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Simon. Um, anything, any last words from you and tell people where they can find find you? Yeah, I'll just say uh, thanks for the opportunity. It's always fun to talk to you. Likewise. And, uh, we come like a lot, lot of different areas, a lot of different uh, themes. And uh, what I want to say in conclusion... <laughs> Now there's a, can you hear it? Yeah. In the background? Yeah. yeah. There's an ambulance passing by. Mm. Okay. Um, uh, one of the things that distracts us the most is that we constantly are being pushed outside this moment. So we are even, even as we're fearful of the future and we are anxious about what happened in our past. So what you can notice is that what is present right here, right now, and right here, right now, you're safe, you're okay. And this is the only moment that exists. The future doesn't exist. The past doesn't exist. Only this moment in time. And if you notice that now is okay, now is you're safe, that's a way better energy to be in um, and act from that energy. And every now moment will take care of itself spontaneously. So don't overthink it. That's an easy trap to fall into. 
um, the right solution will come to you when you're ready. And uh, hope some of the things that we discussed will be helpful for you to keep your health. Um, because you need to take responsibility for your health. You can't just give it to someone else to tell you what to do. This is information so you can use it or not use it and hopefully learn a bit from it, how the body works. So that's going to be my final words. Mm, thank you so much. And where can people find you if they want to oh, get yes, in contact? Sure. <laughs> they can contact me on my homepage uh, or Instagram. And both of them are called Simon August with a C set. Uh, and uh, .com. There you can find me. And if you're One. Danish, you can also find me on my Danish homepage. Okay. And what is that one? It's called uh, centerofhealing.com. Okay. And um, your new book, do you want to show the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, I love it. It's a bit more controversial compared to my other books because I'm not on the cover on the other books. Uh, but here it's like... Um, um, I don't, you can't really pronounce it or not translate it into English, but... Uh, I thought yeah. get, get excited is... Get excited yeah. and <laughs> renew your body's cells. And then I yeah. put a plasma ball. Um, yeah, so you're, my... naked, you're naked on the cover and then yeah, there's something naked. covering your... Exactly. Your so a full area. Monty. And I also <laughs> have to be there because I always get a, an animal coming to me ah. that has to be on the front page. So the first book was... Um, um, Marie Hoene. Uh, mm. Yeah. Ladybug. 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 Yeah. Yeah, Ladybug. And then a dolphin came for the sound healing, and then the bee, which also works with electricity, because the flowers is the opposite of the bee. So it's like the flower and the bee. Also, uh, the story we have about uh, pregnancy is also some truth to that. Yeah. And they're really really important for our health of uh, the entire ecosystem and they're also a symbol in the shamanism of peace and unity so quite important yeah definitely and do you do you think your books will be translated to english at some point uh, maybe i know someone who's a translator <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes so we could definitely discuss that yeah, we can. <laughs> well, I think they should. Um, I think they should be translated. Well, I've only read um, your book about love and then a little bit of this one. But um, but I think you're a great author and I think your messages deserve to be heard um, by more people than just the, the five or six million Danes. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully. I have some from Norway who buys my books. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, the language yeah. being so similar. Exactly. But if we have any Danish or Scandinavian listeners, you should pick up Simon's book. And um, thank you so much for listening. Simon, thank you for being with me today. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Nordic Magic Link podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast, consider rating, reviewing, or sharing the podcast or an episode with a friend.
You can also join the Nordic Magic Link podcast Facebook group. And I would love if you would download my free app Nordic Manifestation Chants, available for Android and iPhones. I have created the chants inspired by my Nordic roots, the runes, the traditional music of Scandinavia, and recorded in the frequency of 432 Hz. Use the app for visualization or meditation practices. And let me know what you think of the app and this podcast. To find my music, visit emmacairo.com. Thank you. Till next time, fellow seekers of truth and ancient wisdom, many blessings on your path. <laughs>